And now, this is the DDT Wrestling Podcast with DC Matthews and Doc Manson. Hard to clap when you're holding a slightly melty chocolate yogurt pop. I was surprised uh, that you didn't just shove it into your mouth, DC Matthews, at the DC Matthews. I should have, I suppose. It would have made the most sense, but I was trying to not be offensive to your uh, to your 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 tender tender mercies or whatever. But uh. Oop. <laughs> And that's what happens. Just came off into your mouth. That's what happens when you leave it out to thaw for a while. Is it just breaks apart and you, half of it disappears down the gullet? How are you, Doc Manson? At Doc Manson, uh, I'm good. It's you know Friday, day later than we normally do the DDT song and Friday, dance. Friday, Friday, getting down on Friday. Are you looking forward to the weekend? Weekend. Oh, God. Uh, Will you be partying, I partying? I could have gone the rest of my life without thinking about Rebecca Black, to be honest. But The fact that you remembered her name means that she got in there. She, she invaded your consciousness. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Apologies to, uh, <clears throat> to those who expected a DDT wrestling. Did anyone at you, did anyone mention it to you today? No one mentioned it in my timeline that I saw. No, nobody mentioned it really, I suppose, but um, I did make a tweet last night saying delay of pod, and so oh. certainly there was a bit of a conversation with some people about that, and I think oh. people in the, uh, everybody drink, find your happy chat, also uh, asked if we had recorded yet, and I told them, ah. so I think word got around to the folks who needed okay. to know. Well, yeah, I usually I expected by like 7 or 8 a.m. Chris Hawk usually lets me know, although there's a couple of emails through Chris Hawk. So it's possible that they got in there. <clears throat> I went through our spam folder and found some emails that we had that had gone through to spam. Mm. So we're going to have to we're going to have to play catch up here a little bit. Yeah, um, I mean, the thing I was that I was like, it's, what's going on with Glenn? Like. Yeah. He said he'd sent an email. He's been a long time emailer to this account. Why would why would Gmail suddenly say, Oh no, you're spam? Yeah, I don't really get it. And then we got one from Jonathan Morse, who I couldn't remember his Twitter name. I think it has something to do with Superman. So I'll start checking. Part of me really wanted to just spend this entire show reading spam emails. Which it's probably not a good idea to open the spam emails. Isn't that the whole idea? Like, eh. or is it that you just don't click the links? Yeah, for the most part, it's really just don't click the links. I'm sure that there is some sort of nefarious email out there that just opening it is is the is problematic. But I'm sure they're yeah. probably you know few and far between. I don't know, but you know. <clears throat> I am Mrs. Biu Feng Chi, dearest beloved. I know that this letter may be a very big super like I get to like preview some of it and I'm like, oh, I want to just read these. These are these these have to be great. Dearest one, greetings and how are you? I am Miss Jeanette Moon from Abidjan. Like, oh I got oh, a wow. uh, a voicemail today 
it was a robot call lady. Um, it was, you know, definitely a, a robo voice. Um, sure. Apparently, I'm in trouble with the IRS, and uh, ignoring this phone call uh, would be a, a a federal offense in that I am avoiding uh, my whatever evasion of taxes that I am doing, and I should really call them back immediately. Uh, apparently, I I have no intention of doing so. But uh, yeah, yeah, spam is. In all the mediums these days. I got a call on Saturday from myself. Ah, I've seen that. Have you seen the one that's uh, from 000 000 000 000? Yes, yes. Have you you gotten that one? I have. Yeah, that's wonderful, huh? Yeah, no, but it was weird. I was like, I missed a call from myself at... Well, 10.30 in the morning. So, you know, there was a part of me that was like, maybe I did call myself. Not stranger things that happen. I wound up calling my wife at like two forty-five in the morning a couple of days ago because <clears throat> I was I couldn't sleep, and so I had a podcast in and tried to press the pause button on my headphones and wound up double tapping it, which apparently is redial. And so she woke up in the morning and was like, "Did you call me at like three a.m.?" And I was like, "Yes, yes, I did." And you did not answer. What no. is that about? So, um. I got some options here for where you want to go here on the DDT pod. We have a lot of emails. There might be, it's at least 10. So, you know, we could do a mailbag show. We could talk about Fast Lane, which is a pay-per-view happening this Sunday. Um, and then we could, we could talk food. Yeah, sure. I mean, whatever. Let's just, uh, let's get this wrestling talk over with if, that's something we've got to do, I mean, I guess. So Fastlane is is happening. It's the pay-per-view before WrestleMania. I believe WrestleMania is now five weeks away. I think. Is that all? Um, Have you watched anything? No, I have not. Are, is this going to be the first WrestleMania you miss in however many years since you started watching wrestling again? Well, you got me back into wrestling right for WrestleMania 20. Uh so, the first time in 15 years you're not going to watch WrestleMania? It looks like it. Yeah. I mean, here's here's the thing. Um, and I know that you won't. But if you want to come over and log into the WWE Network, I will watch WrestleMania. But I don't think there's any chance of my resubscribing to watch it. Would I watch it just to watch it? Sure. Absolutely. I would do it to to... To, ha- to watch it and, you know, to, to have that social experience with yourself, perhaps GQ, uh, sure. y- y- that sort of thing. But uh, but otherwise, not so much. I will have to ponder that because <clears throat> I would like to watch it with you. And again, I might not stay for the whole time, but I would I would log in and let you watch the rest of it if you wished. So I will ponder that. I have to look at my calendar and see when we're talking <clears throat> Again, I you know I wish WrestleMania started at like three p.m. It would just be so much easier for me. I but understand. Anyways. No, I mean honestly, it, I do think I'm, I'm not like I mean you know I'm not like you in that I'm like oh god uh, you have to go to bed at four a four p.m. But but at the same time I, I will say WrestleMania has become redonkulous in terms of how long it runs, how late it runs. Like I, even 
I, I mean, even when I was way into it, I barely wanted to stay up until after midnight to watch the eighth hour of this wrestling program. You know, it's it's just a little yeah. unwieldy. And uh, I, I don't know. Well, I'm wondering I what time yeah. it's going to start because I'm trying to see if they've announced the start time yet. I'm going they with 4 p.m. But with like a 16-hour pre-show the night before, you know. It'll just start right I, yeah. after TakeOver. I think it would be nice if it started at 4 p.m. And, you know, because right, my guess will be it starts at 7 with the pre-show at 5. But yeah, that seems yeah. likely. Anyways, <clears throat> uh, let me just run down the card for Fastlane. It, again, on paper, looks like a very good pay-per-view. On the pre-show, which I will be watching because I'm excited for both of these matches, Rey Mysterio will be taking on Andrade. Okay, yep. Um, so far, very content in my decisions. Go on. And The New Day, Big E and Xavier Woods, will be taking on Rusev and Shinsuke Nakamura. Great. All right. Yep. Now, you can watch both of those matches because the pre-show is on YouTube, so you can watch it without subscribing to the WWE Network. That is that is good information to know. Thank you, DC. Thank you for that. All right. Uh, getting to the main card, <clears throat> the Revival, the Raw Tag Team Champions, will be taking on two teams, one of which is... Chad Gable and Bobby Roode. The other one is the team of Alistair Black and Ricochet. It will be their first WWE pay-per-view appearances. Great. Now, you might be wondering why Alistair Black and Ricochet are a tag team, and I'm wondering that, too. I mean, I'm not really wondering why. I, I in, my, in my brain, I am saying, well, why? Why? But I'm not really wondering why. I know why. They took two guys who they think the mainstream audience have no idea about, slapped them together in a makeshift tag team for no good reason, and uh, this is how they're going to get introduced to audiences. These two giant, what should be giant future single stars, are, are going to get saddled to one another for no good reason. Yep. I mean, th I mean, so I am asking why, but I also know why. I don't mind it in the sense, you know, they had called these guys up and they wanted to give them a chance to shine. And so <clears throat> putting them in a tag team match was a way to do that. I'm just not sure why they're still in it. But either way, I don't think they're going to win. I think the Revival wins and it's fine. Um, the Usos will be taking on The Miz and Shane McMahon for the SmackDown tag team titles. Great. Um, there's only one women's title on the line, and it's your girl Asuka taking on Mandy Rose. Uh-huh. I thought you said this was a good card. I'm getting I'm building up to it. The pre-show matches are gonna be good. That tag team triple threat match is gonna be good. Cause I haven't mentioned that the shield is reuniting one last time to take on Baron Corbin, Drew McIntyre, and Bobby Lashley. I thought Braun Strowman was involved in that. He is not. Didn't you tell me that last week? I thought it was going to happen, but then they decided to reunite the Shield because they came up with a good t-shirt design. Yep. 
So who's going to be majorly injured or found guilty of uh, a wellness violation within the next two days? Because we know we can't actually have a shield reunion. That's just it's impossible. I think, I think we do, except because they're really going with the whole Dean Ambrose is leaving thing. So they're doing one last ride, you know, basically all but saying, like, let's do this for the next six weeks or so. And then when Dean leaves, it'll just be Seth and Roman. And then maybe Braun Strowman will be the new member of the Shield. Do you really think Dean Ambrose is leaving? The fact that they're making it such a part of the storyline makes me think, yes, actually. If they were really trying to swerve us, they wouldn't be talking about it at all. But you can't really swerve. Unless it's some sort of double swerve sort of thing. Because you can't swerve based off of someone leaving because then they're not there. How do you capitalize on someone not being there? You, the, the whole idea would be that they, you know, it became news that he's leaving, but he's not leaving. So this becomes a whole storyline, and then whether it's he turns on them again, which would be kind of dumb, or he's back and they just continue, or one of them gets shaken up to another brand. I don't know. I do. I think he's gone. Okay. Um, the boss and hug connection, the women's tag team champions, Bailey and Sasha Banks, will defend their title against Nia Jax and Tamina. I don't really like the boss and hug connection. Couldn't we just call them like lady huggies or something? Lady huggies? Yeah. Like girl diapers? Well, if you're going to go there, I mean, I guess that's a synonym. Uh, Rounding out the card, Charlotte will take on Becky Lynch. If Becky Lynch wins, she's back in the, the the Raw women's title match at WrestleMania. So while that will be a good match, we know how it's going to end. And the match I am most looking forward to, Daniel Bryan defending his hemp title against Kevin Owens. What happened to Kofi? He, Vince McMahon, came out and took him out of the match because he feels that Kevin Owens is more deserving. Right. Vince McMahon's on-screen character is now the guy that we all think he is on Twitter. Well, yeah, but, you know, he did the exact same thing with Becky, but now Becky is fighting for uh, the right to appear in that match. Where's Kofi? I'm Kofi sure got that will... removed, and now he's just gone? I'm sure that will happen. Either Kevin Owens wins this thing, and Kofi wrestles him for it at WrestleMania, or he'll get in, you know, he'll get his chance to be part of it. It's pretty it's looking pretty likely especially since this women's triple threat is probably going to close the show. It's looking likely that Kofi Kingston is going to win his first world title at WrestleMania. Nah, he's not. That alone should make you want to pay 9.99 to see it. But he's not gonna. You don't know that. No, I do. Okay. Well, as usual, I thought it was a good show until I talked about it with you, and now I'm not so sure I want to see it anymore. Please. You'll enjoy it. I will, especially since over the last few weeks I haven't really, you know, I'll watch NXT and NXT UK sometime over the weekend, but I haven't watched Raw or SmackDown in a while. So 
Um, Tommaso Ciampa's got neck surgery. He's probably going to have to forfeit the NXT title, which means it's either going to need to be some sort of tournament at some point, or they're going to have to change the main event of NXT TakeOver, which I am just fine with because it was going to be apparently Gargano versus Ciampa 4 or 5, whatever number we're at. And I, for one, didn't need to see them wrestle again this soon. So doesn't bode well for uh, Ciampa's future in the company, huh? Hopefully he recovers, but neck surgery is never something you really mess with. Jason Jordan is still not back from his neck surgery, so. Yeah. They're they're optimistic he will make a full recovery, but it's it's a shame. Yeah. I feel like even when you do make a full recovery with those types of surgeries, those types of injuries, it seems like your athletic career is, from that point on, really just on borrowed time, though. It, it, that's always been... My impression, certainly mm-hmm. with other, you know, athlete superstars. <clears throat> well, it's possible that he'll have to pull a stone cold. Now, granted, Ciampa wasn't, you know, flip flopping, flying and diving all over the place. But when Austin broke his neck from the Owen Hart pile driver, he had to totally change his in-ring style. And he went from being a grappler to a brawler. Right. That was easier on his neck. So <clears throat> it's possible that's what's going to happen with Ciampa. He'll have to just adjust his style. But. We, of course, here at DDT Podcast, wish him well. Of course. Uh, um, I believe that's it in the wrestling news. Let's see. Oh, no, it's not. It's not. Your boy. I'm surprised you didn't start with his music. Your boy is My going boy. to the Hall of Fame. <laughs> he will be strutting and cutting yeah. his way yeah. to the Hall of Fame, um, along with Tori Wilson, which is less exciting. All I'm saying is if you were to go to shop.ddtwrestling.com. Shop.ddtwrestling.com. Yeah, if you were to go to that particular uh, website once it you know resolves, um, I'm on it you right would now. find yourself faced with a, uh, a lovely Uh-oh. little store, including... There you go. Including, uh, you know, a uh, a beefcake shirt. Yep, the the cutters are there. The bright colors are there. And if you were to go to my Twitter, and I even I'm surprised this doesn't show up here automatically. I'm gonna have to check this out because after the news leaked last week that there was going to be, uh, you know, a Brutus the Barber beefcake induction. I did yes. create a Beefcake 2.0 shirt. Oh, uh, there is a campaign. It's not actually on this main page at the moment, it, but you can find the link through my Twitter. Uh, or I, I will also go back through and make sure it shows up here. A uh, little different design, slightly different tweak. Uh, have we still only sold the, the one? Have we still only <laughs> sold the one Beefcake shirt? <laughs> Correct. So it's well worth my time. To so I'm, I'd just revision. like to say, I'd just like to say, you can be the only person in the world to own the Beefcake 2.0 shirt. That's right. The Hall of Fame edition. <laughs> oh man. Oh Beefcake. All right. Um, yesterday, which is when we were supposed to podcast, and again, apologies. There was some. Family drama that was unavoidable and not a, like I said, to, to dock in the, in the text. Not a major deal, but certainly a headache to try to manage and figure out and do all of that stuff. Um, 
But yesterday was National Cereal Day. Did you know that? No. I had no idea there was such a thing as a National Cereal Day. It was National Cereal Day, and it is also the month of March, Doc. And uh, while you don't care because you're not a major sports enthusiast, March is March Madness College Basketball Tournament, uh, one of my favorite sporting events of the year, only because I love brackets. And so, Doc, welcome to the first annual tournament of cereals. I have found 64 cereals, and I have made my own March Madness bracket, which has technically 68 teams, but I didn't want to find four more cereals after finding the first 64. Um, so we are going to try to determine the best cereal of all time. Right now? I debated... You know, just inviting myself over to your house this weekend like I normally do and making you do it then. But then I was thinking I'd have to go buy 64 boxes of cereal because we'd have to try them. And then – so before we get into it, how often do you eat cereal in your daily life? Uh, these days, actually fairly frequently, almost every morning, only okay. certain cereals, uh, gluten-free variety, Cheerios, checks, that sort of thing. Sure. But – uh. Yeah, it's still a staple in the diet, I would say. Now, you can go ahead and, and do this however you'd like. You can do this in terms of now. You can do this in terms of nostalgia. They're 60. <laughs> You're so small in the camera. <laughs> you keep sinking. You're thinking up like a third of the entire thing. Oh, man. I love this show. Um, so, yeah, a lot of these you'll probably either have never had, but I might try to figure out how to make this an actual bracket, and I'll post it on our Patreon page, patreon.com slash Wrestling, so uh, our patrons can go ahead and make their own decisions on the best cereals. Um, this is clearly going to be a great use of our time. So, uh, the first, wait, did you already yeah. do this? Have you determined... Oh, I went ahead. I found a ranking thing that had the ranks, had cereals ranked. So I went ahead and made that list. Then I kind of said, okay, well, the top four, those will be the number one seeds and went all the way down. And then I did uh, this afternoon totally put them in bracket order. So these should be, they should be like the number one ranked cereal, according to this website, is Frosted Flakes. And so it's going up against the 64th ranked cereal. Yeah. And so on and so forth. But did you did you fill out a bracket yourself for this already? I like have not. But I don't know that you would allow me to do so because I don't eat cereal. Uh, I eat dry cereal. I don't eat wet cereal. So. You're a weirdo. You know that? Yeah. All right. Well, as long as that's established. Oh, yeah. We knew this. Oh, okay. We've known, right. You're we've right. Known you're right. Okay. okay All right. Frosted Flakes uh -huh. or Special K Vanilla Almond. Please. Is there even a question? I'm going to assume you're going with Frosted Flakes. They're great! Uh, French Toast... <coughs> excuse me. French Toast Crunch uh -huh. or Booberry? Oh. Oh. Um. Oh. Man, this cuts deep right away. Uh, I am going to go with Booberry. 
not just for the delicious fruity flavor, but also because it's a freaking ghost mascot. Mascots count. Mascots are going to have to factor in. I mean, you think um, about like these special <clears throat> Halloween editions and they've got like those masks that you cut out of the back of the box. Yes. Like, come on, Booberry. Booberry wins. All right. Yeah. What's next? Uh, Reese's Puffs or Waffle Crisp? Oh, that's hardly fair. Um, I really do like me some Waffle Crisp, but I'm going to go with the Reese's Puffs. I like a little bit of peanut butter. Yeah. And there's not too many peanut butter cereals. I mean, there's a few. There's but, there's a couple more on the yeah. list, but not a lot. Uh, corn Pops or Crave? I like both of those. Um, Crave is... I am the, already impressed at the amount of cereal you've eaten. Crave is like these little, like... I don't know if it's corn or what, like these little pockets, rectangular pockets that it's filled usually with chocolate, I think. Um, and there's like different varieties. Like there's a chocolate outside chocolate inside vanilla outside chocolate inside crave is quite tasty uh but this is up against corn pops and corn pops is a classic so yeah corn pops all the way so i remember as a kid when i would get home from school one of the many snacks i would make myself because you know this is this this is by design clearly Uh yeah right um in addition to dipping popsicles in Cool Whip, uh, it's, <laughs> is uh-huh. is yeah. I would eat. We got the little snack box, like the individual box sizes. I would eat at least one or two boxes of corn pops, like every day after school. Why didn't um, your parents just buy the actual full size box then? I believe they wanted. To help me learn portion control. <laughs> that worked out so well. They failed. <laughs> um, oh, Captain Crunch peanut butter. Captain Crunch or peanut butter. Alphabets. Oh. Um, alphabets suck. So I'm, a, well, they suck in terms of flavor, but you can spell shit with them. Um,. <laughs> And this is Captain Crunch specifically the peanut butter flavor? Yes, Captain Crunch the original will appear later. That is one of the number one seeds. Mm. Oh god. Um The novelty factor gives Alphabets the edge. Uh, yeah. I I would have voted for Alphabets only because of my one of my favorite family go out guy quotes ever. Brian there's a message in my alphabets. It says, ooh. Those are Cheerios. Cheerios. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, that's good. I've apparently missed like 10 seasons of that show. One of these days I should catch up. Um, crunch berries or golden crisp? Uh, I do like crunch berries. They're so good. Uh, but okay. But what, what was the other option? Golden grams? Golden crisp. Golden crisp. I don't know if I know Golden Crisp. Which one is Golden Crisp? Doesn't want the bear. Uh, it might be. Are Golden Crisp or Golden? Yes. Yeah, Golden. The crisp, bear in the, the blue shirt. Oh man, yeah. Okay, okay. Um, this is working out so much better than I thought it would. Golden Crisp. I haven't had them since I was a kid. But what? Well, well, okay, Golden Crisp. And what's the what's the other option? Crunch berries. Oh, crunch berries are so good, though. I'm partial to Captain Crunch. 
in all of its forms, including the crunch berries. And this isn't like, oops, all berries crunch berries. This is, I assume, crunch berries. There's Captain Crunch in there. Oops, all berries will also appear oh in my the Lord. tournament. Oh, okay. Oh. <laughs> um, uh, oh, um, but there's, there is no other cereal like Golden Crisp. Like, I mean, there is the Oops All Berry. There is the Captain Crunch. I could take both of those, mix them together, and make my own uh, uh, berries. Uh, but Golden Crisp, there's nothing else like Golden Crisp. Uh, but I don't really like Golden Crisp. <laughs> this is for you. Like, you know, this is your own. You can go just on which cereals do you like. Candy-coated can... puffed wheat. Uh, well, I'm probably never going to eat Golden Crisp again. Since it's wheat. Uh, all right, I'll give it to the Crunch Berries. This is going to take us forever to get through. I love cereal too much. I was going to say, I'm so happy. Uh, cornflakes or Frankenberry? I Frankenberry. believe I know what you're going <laughs> to Come on. Just thought I'd give it. Uh, all right, that brings us to bracket two of four. I like oh. that she has. To- I like that she has to get the huge amount of hair out of the way before she can kiss you. <laughs> she didn't kiss me. She licked my cheek like some Why? sort of animal. <laughs> Hi. I'm glad I didn't come over. <laughs> yes. Um, at some point, she might have to do this. We might have to do a special, you know, halfway episode to have her <clears throat> take the uh, take the survey. Uh, Captain Crunch. Or the Cinnabon cereal? I mm, Well, Cinnabon cereal is, you know, okay. But I've only ever had one box in my entire life. Um, so I've never gone back for more. Um, whereas Captain Crunch is a staple. He is the captain. Uh, and the thing with Captain Crunch is um, it never really seems to get soggy. No matter how much milk you pour onto that fucking thing, it always cuts up the roof, roof of your mouth. I don't know if that, you've ever experienced that, but it's so tasty. So... Captain Crunch, 100%. And the best thing about Captain Crunch is, I don't know about, about you, I don't know if this is all grocery chains or just our local one, it seems like Captain Crunch is like always, always, always on sale. So, I, I don't know, man. It's just Captain Crunch. I can't say for sure. You've never had Captain Crunch. Don't even say it. I'm not sure that of the 16 cereals I've named, the only one I might have eaten is Corn Pops. You've never had Frosted Flakes? That's so ubiquitous. Maybe I have. I don't know. All right. All right. Now we go on to bracket two of four. We're a quarter of the way done with the first round. You're welcome. Honey Nut Cheerios or Shredded Wheat? Honey Nut Cheerios. Probably my favorite of the Cheerios. Now, some of these, you know, you will argue with me that are, they are not technically cereal, but I included them because they are in a, of a similar ilk. Uh, Oreo O's okay. or oatmeal. She's very affectionate today. Yeah. She's licked mm. you, hugged you, and kissed you. It's true. I'm a lucky man, folks. Um, hmm. I've never had Oreo O's. So by default, it's going to sound weird, but I'm going to give it to oatmeal. oatmeal. Regular Cheerios or the S'mores cereal? Hmm. 
S'mores cereal, I believe I've had one box of in my life. Regular Cheerios don't do much for me, but I know Mrs. Manton, it's probably her favorite of the Cheerios. And if I have a box of Cheerios on the counter, I will eat them. The only thing that's weird about Cheerios, and you've probably never noticed this because you, A, you don't eat it, and B, you don't put milk on it. But when you eat Cheerios, it makes your breath smell like pee. I don't know what it is, man, but just... Is it made of asparagus? I don't think so, but get get Mrs. Uh, Matthews just to eat up some Cheerios, and then when she's done, just have her give you the old... <sighs> right in your face. She, she has eaten Cheerios before. I don't ever remember her breath smelling like urine, but I'll have to ponder that. I'm still going uh, to give it to Cheerios, yeah, so... All right. Honeycomb... Or Cracklin' Oat Bran. Honeycomb, honeycomb! Me want honeycomb! Uh, Life Cereal or Frosted Toast Crunch? I've never had Frosted Toast Crunch. I've seen it. I thought it was even a bit indulgent for me. And uh, this is going to sound strange. Is this is this the only place Life appears, or does Cinnamon Life appear later separately? Mm, nope, Cinnamon. I can see Cinnamon Life uh, in one of the other brackets. Okay. I mean, again, by default, I haven't had it, so I'm, I'll give it to life. I will give it to life. Okay. Uh, Cocoa Puffs or Frosted Cheerios? Those, that's a hard bracket because Frosted Cheerios actually are quite tasty, but nothing compares to Cocoa Puffs. Are you cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs? I am. Yes. Uh, Count Chocula. Or Crispix. Oh, Crispix are good. Crispix are good. I'm, I'm now, there's a picture being painted that you are now just 33% cereal. Yeah. I mean, Crispix are good. One side rice, one side uh, corn, kind of like uh, a Chex. But again, it's two different sides, two different uh, materials on each side. Um, what was it up against? Crispix versus... The one with the vampire. Hello. Count Chocula. You know what? Going against the grain here. Chris Bix gets it. Uh, wow. Count Chocula is good, but I will. But, you know, the appeal to Count Chocula is he's a freaking vampire. Yes. On the front of that box. I will say the actual cereal, in terms of a chocolate cereal, not one of my favorites. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm going to eat it all day long because there's a freaking vampire on the box. Yeah. But that is one of the ones I've had. And I remember being like, this is not very chocolatey. No, it is. It not. reminded me a little bit of the chocolate Teddy Graham, though. I like the chocolate Teddy Graham better. Okay. Yeah. I'm like, okay, you're trying to be chocolate. You're not quite there yet, but you're trying. <clears throat> the final matchup of this bracket might be a tough one. Might not. All right. Apple Jacks versus Oops, All Berries. Do apple cinnamon Cheerios appear later on this list? Yes. Oops, all berries. Apple Jacks would probably make it into the finals of my... I love Apple Jacks. Again, that's a good cereal to just pour in your hand. Yeah, Apple Jacks and are good. But since this was a hard category, I would... You know, in the in the theory of I can only eat the winners for the rest of my life. Sure. 
um, I knowing that apple cinnamon Cheerios are still in the mix is an acceptable That's substitute. Fair. That's fair. All right. Halfway done. Fruity Pebbles and Berry Berry Kicks. Oh, kicks are good, but Fruity Pebbles are yabba dabba delicious. Special K or a cereal called Super Sugar Crisp? Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna buck tradition here. Uh, I've never had Super Sugar Crisps, but there's no way I'm voting for Special K. So, fair enough. Uh, Golden Grams or Total? Golden Grams. Can you tell that I'm gonna be a diabetic yet? <laughs> I can tell what kind of cereal you like. Children cereal. <laughs> I debated. I debated going with a like healthy bracket and then a sugary bracket, but it would have been. I don't want any of these, and I want all of these. Uh-huh. So I'm glad we mixed it up. Yeah. Uh, Honey Smacks or Cinnamon Life. Cinnamon Life. Yep. Honey Smacks are R- good, but uh, Cinnamon Life. Honey Smacks are very similar to uh, Golden Crisp, except instead of the bear, you've got the frog. Yeah, uh, but otherwise they're the same. And, but as French, but cinnamon life is probably I one of to, my favorite uh, cereals. I need, or it was. Right on. <clears throat> we may need to do a mascot tournament at some point later in March, so because we can include all sorts of mascots, including that hockey one that you love so much. Gritty. <laughs> um, honey bunches of oats or kasha. Kasha is a brand of cereal. Yes. So what kind of cereal? Oh. That's like saying Kellogg's. I only put it in because of the great blooper from Seinfeld. Um, Am I thinking Kashi? Maybe I'm thinking of Kasha. No. Kasha is the term for the pseudo-cereal buckwheat. All right. What's it up against? Honey Bunches of Oats. I'm going to give it with Honey Bunches of Oats because I feel like Honey Bunches of Oats has been the punchline of at least several jokes I've heard throughout my life. Uh, Kauki Crisp or Granola? Come on. <laughs> I just, A bowl I full keep... of little cookies that I literally get to drown in milk <clears throat> and eat? Or Granola? I just wanted to give each cereal its time in the sun. Kicks, kid tested, mother, mother approved. approved, or raisin bran crunch. Raisins are the devil. So we're going with kicks. We are. Mrs. Manson L- also big fan of the kicks. Lucky charms mm-hmm. or corn checks. Again, you think I'm going to go with Lucky Charms, but those dehydrated marshmallows, not great. Never been a huge fan. And I actually do really enjoy some of these uh, these, these more mild, crunchy cereals like the Czechs. So I'm going to go ahead. Is it Corn Checks, you said? Yes. I'll give it I'll give it to Corn Checks. Yep. That would be that is the equivalent. That is a 16 seed beating a number 1 seed. That is that is a crazy upset there. Woo! Uh, Fruit Loops or multi-grain Cheerios? Multi-grain Cheerios, the purple box? Um Yeah. 
I like that you know that just offhand. <laughs> I know my brands, okay? <laughs> the world's foremost serialologist, Doc Manson. Oh, I'm sorry. What was it up against? Fruit Loops. All right. Yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go ahead and give that to Fruit Loops. I enjoy myself some Fruit Loops. They're also quite good to eat dry. Cocoa Pebbles or Wheaties? Cocoa Pebbles, delicious. I love chocolate cereal. Rice Krispies or Sugar Smacks? Now we had Sugar Smacks. Oh, we had honey. We had Honey Smacks. Right. Okay. Um. Rice Krispies. Rice Krispies. Cocoa Krispies or Grape Nuts? Cocoa Krispies. Frosted Mini Wheats or Apple Cinnamon Cheerios? No! Ah, <laughs> uh, okay. Um, you know, I can't, I can't really eat them anymore because the wheat's right in the name. But Frosted Mini Wheats... All right. Are so good. I'm just going to go ahead. It's Raisin Bran versus the Rice Krispie Treats cereal. I'll just go ahead and put Rice Krispie Treats in there. You can. I I, I will say, I've, again, that's another cereal I've only had one box of in my life. But uh, Raisin Bran, I actively dislike. Checks or tricks? Uh, again, this is probably going to be a bit of an upset, but I like the checks. Tricks as a fruity cereal has never done it for me. Back sure. in the day, it used to come uh, in the shape of fruit. Yep. And then at some point, they changed the recipe to just be little balls. And since the change, I, d- I didn't even like Tricks. Was- I didn't even think it was good. Um, and meanwhile, Checks, I think, is, is again, quite, quite satisfying. That leaves the final opening round matchup Honey Nut Clusters. Okay. Versus cinnamon toast crunch. Yeah, that's a that's a big old win for for cinnamon toast crunch cuz oh boy. Now, we're 41 minutes in. At least half of this has been spent talking cereal. We do have some emails. Do we want to do do we want to save this for next week? I think we and need we to know a winner. Re- okay. Let's go. We move on to round two. I've said my Fro- piece about a lot of this, so I think we can move a little quicker. Frosted Flakes, Booberry. I just said we can move quicker. With, you just, that's nope. so hard. <laughs> nope. Uh, you can say less, but you will have to think more. Frosted Flakes. Reese's Puffs or Corn Pops? <laughs> Reese's Puffs. Alphabets or Crunchberries? Crunchberries. Frankenberry or Captain Crunch? Ah! <laughs> the captain is my captain. Oh, captain, my captain, Captain Crunch. He wins. Honey Nut Cheerios or Oatmeal? Uh, I mean, I, I just want to say a little piece about oatmeal. Oatmeal is delicious uh, with a little bit of uh, a brown sugar and cinnamon in there. Maybe... And this is one of the few places where I will tolerate raisins, some golden raisins in there as well. I, I do like that for for a breakfast, uh, but I'm going to go ahead and give it to the Honey Nut Cheerios because I feel like I'm more likely to eat it. Regular Cheerios or Honeycomb? Honey. 
I'm going to give it to the Cheerios. Ooh, that sets up Honey Nut Cheerios versus regular Cheerios in the next round. <clears throat> Life or Cocoa Puffs? Cocoa Puffs. Crispix or Oops Allberries? Crispix is so similar to checks, and there's several other types of check on here. But I do just. I, mm, this is Oops Allberries or. Correct. Oops Allberries. I'll give it to the checks. Or I'm sorry, the Crispix. Oh, I yeah. typed in the other one. <clears throat> Fruity Pebbles or Super Sugar Crisp? Fruity Pebbles. Golden Grams or Cinnamon Life? No. No! <laughs> I'm not ready to give either of those up yet. <laughs> Golden Grams are delicious. We used to... You know how like, people will make um, you know, Rice Krispie treats with marshmallow? Well, yeah. if you make Rice Krispie treats, but instead of using Rice Krispies, using Golden Grams, and then you drizzle some caramel into there, it's so... Oh my god! So good. Sort of, sort of crazy life did you lead? Your your childhood must have been just one giant sugar rush. That wasn't my childhood. That was after I met Mrs. Manson. That was a that was a snack we used to make at wrestling pay per views when we used to have Uh a lot of people over. Uh, Haven't had it in a long time. They're good. Um, I'm gonna go with Cinnamon Life though. Cinnamon Life is one of my favorites. Honey bunches of oats or cookie crisp. We'll go with Cookie Crisp. Corn checks or kicks? Hmm. Uh, I will go with the checks. Sorry, Mrs. Manson. I know she really likes those kicks. Fruit Loops or Cocoa Pebbles? Mm. Um. Ah. Uh. Ah. Uh. Ah. <laughs> Cocoa Pebbles. Wow. Rice Krispies or Cocoa Krispies? Cocoa Krispies. I like chocolate. Somebody likes the chocolate. <laughs> Frosted Mini Wheats or the Rice Krispie Treats cereal? Frosted Mini Wheats. Checks or Cinnamon Toast Crunch? Cinnamon Toast Crunch. The second round is over. On to, I believe we're in the Sweet 16 now. Frosted Flakes or Reese's Puffs? God. Um, honestly, I think Frosted Flakes are better, but I can't eat them anymore. So, Reese's Puffs. Crunch Berries or Captain Crunch? Oh, man. Really? Um, mm-hmm. I didn't even plan this, but on it the one really hand, well. the Crunchberries has Captain Crunch in it, but honestly, I'd rather have all Captain Crunch. So Captain Crunch, Honey Nut Cheerios or regular Cheerios for me, Honey Nut any day, Cocoa Puffs or Crispix, Cocoa Puffs, Fruity Pebbles or Cinnamon Life. No. I'm so happy. No. You were rock you were doing your usual rocking back and forth and you stopped and your eyes slowly widened. And I was like, 
<laughs> you broke <sighs> me. Sorry. Uh, fruity Pebbles, fruity Pebbles are Pebbles. probably my favorite fruity cereal. Or Cinnamon Life. Cinnamon Life is maybe one of my favorite cereals, period. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna default to the logic I used before. I, I don't think I can have cinnamon life anymore. So fruity pebble, cookie crisp or corn checks, corn checks. Not a big fan of the cookie crisp, despite the fact that it's little cookies in a bowl. Yeah, but honestly, I'd rather just have actual cookies and throw them in a bowl and cover and them put in milk. milk on them. Yeah, um, cocoa pebbles. Or Cocoa Krispies. Mm, man, that sucks. Um, of the two, uh, I'll give it to the Krispies. They snap, crackle, and pop, so you get that auditory experience, you know? Frosted Mini Wheats or Cinnamon Toast Crunch? Ugh. 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 Is this regular mini wheats? Is this strawberry, blueberry, chocolate, the fruit filled? I mean, what are we talking I'm, about? I'm assuming we're going with the regular frosted mini wheats. <clears throat> Cinnamon Toast Crunch. I'm not happy about it, but. The Elite Eight Reese's Puffs or Captain Crunch? Damn it. Um. <laughs> Captain Crunch. Honey Nut Cheerios or Cocoa Puffs? Nobody beats Cocoa Puffs. Nobody! Corn Checks or Fruity Pebbles? Ah! Fruity Pebbles! God, I'm such a six-year-old. Cocoa Krispies or Cinnamon Toast Crunch? Cinnamon Toast Crunch. This is why this should be a video podcast, so people could see the horror and disdain in my We face. are down to four. All right. Ladies and jelly spoons. All right. <clears throat> Captain Crunch or Cocoa Puffs? No! 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 I can't make me choose! Captain Crunch... <laughs> Or Cocoa Puffs. Pass. Pass. No, Give me the next no. one. Give me the next one. Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Yeah. Or Fruity Pebbles. <laughs> uh, oh. So wait. Hold on. We have... We have a chocolate. We have a fruity. We have a cinnamon. We have a pirate. <laughs> He's not a pirate. He's an admiral. He's a captain. I He's will give you... The- I will give... I will give Queen's you a one time I will give you a one time offer to pause here and announce that these are just the four winners. And you don't uh, have to decide. No, that's, you have suff you have uh, suffered enough. I feel like we have to give the folks a winner. Uh, uh, in which case, Captain Crunch or <laughs> Coco on. Puffs. I love you, Captain. I choose Cocoa Puffs. Cinnamon Toast Crunch or Fruity Pebbles. Fred and Barney, 
We've had some times. <laughs> We've had some times. Cinema Toast Crunch wins. The finals of the oh. tournament of cereals. <laughs> don't do it. Don't say it out loud. Cocoa Puffs or oh. Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Huh. I am cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. Cocoa Puffs wins. Wow. You're wrong. You were right up until the end. <laughs> and then you were wrong. Because there is only so one of the... There is only one of these cereals that I still eat, and that is Cinnamon Toast Crunch. I still eat Cocoa Puffs when they're on sale. Like, not that long ago, I got the family-sized box. It was gone in, like, three days. I had it for breakfast and for dinner, like, several nights. Oh, uh, it was bad. It was bad. I will have to... Tr- Again, I honestly don't know if I've ever had Cocoa Puffs. I will have to try it. Is my opinion that it is the most chocolatey of the chocolate cereals? Um, and I like chocolate in my cereals. Well, I think this is proven that I'm not going to be able to just do this on Patreon, though I could. I might have to make this like a Twitter thing. Because <laughs> that was... That was almost half an hour of podcast gold, my friend. Uh, we have emails, podcast at ddtwrestling.com. I apologize if we breeze through them, but we're almost at an hour already. Um, back on February 21st, we got an email from Jonathan Morse. What would you like to see added as an Oreo flavor? And what flavor do you not want to see? Mm. I would like to see now Oreo Cocoa Puffs. <laughs> <laughs> but that's... Kind of what it already is, right? I mean, it's a chocolate cookie. I suppose. Um. Yeah, I mean, in terms, I mean, the the recent carrot cake one was surprisingly good, and it grew on me. Um, I liked that that cream cheese frosting. I liked the, uh, you know, the spice of the cookie. Um. So I, I mean, I know you know, it's not adding one, but I mean, those were quite good. Uh, geez, if I had to just come up with something, ah, geez, what could we do? We could do like a, everything I'm thinking of, everything that's coming to mind, they've already done. Um, uh, they've never done a Buffalo wing Oreo. That's the one that I was going to say. I don't want to see actually, (laughs) because I was like, that just sounds gross, right? I mean. Buffalo chicken flavored cream. Well, any of the ones, you know, ketchup flavored or, you know, any of the crazy uh, chip varieties that you see now. I mean, I could see them doing like a crazy like ramen style thing for like, you know, no, Eastern there's, market. There's a, yes, but there is only one answer. Yeah. And that is you open the package and there's a little spoon and the entire thing <laughs> is filled with cream. We had this discussion oh, on yeah, a previous right. show. All cream All right. Oreos. Agreed. I- I'm trying to go chronologically. Wednesday, February 27th, nine days ago, the Lost Glenn email. Hi, guys. A little incident on the Find Your Happy chat with Pav pro- prompted this email. He asked if I knew the song Frog DJ. Realizing he meant the Robbie Williams pop classic Rock DJ, I informed him of his amusing error. This led to me asking both of you, is there any song that you have mistaken the lyrics of or can find silly alternate lyrics for? 
Mine is in the title of the email. See if you can guess the song. And the title of the email was, Oh, Oh, Me Ears Are Alight. I, I got nothing. I'm going to go with the sound of music, The Hills Are Alive. But I could be wrong. Um, you think that's what he means? I don't know. But that's what I thought of when I read it. So, All right. All right. Uh, um, any songs if that you, you mistake the lyrics? Probably. I'm reminded of the stand-up comedian Peter Kay, who I think is a, a UK bloke, um, has a bit where he talks about you know, this, and he actually plays some of the songs and tells you what you could hear. Dave Barry wrote a whole, whole book about this, I think. Um, there's nothing that comes to mind right away. Oh, no. I don't think I come up with it, but I was just singing this the other day because I watched the trailer for the Elton John movie. Hold me closer, Tony Danza. Not familiar with that classic. Tiny Dancer. All right. Um, that brings us to Dexter Eclair Deep. Yo, thanks, man, for the endorsement of my name, Dog. I have never had anyone call it awesome before. I sent that email, wasn't sure it'll be read, but damn, I got to hear it. Aha, aha, aha. I've been getting into WWE podcasts lately and noticed this isn't as wrestling heavy as New Age. <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> I particularly <laughs> like Danielle's deep emails, so I'm going to try one. I had my niece over this weekend, and damn, she loves taking selfies with me every five seconds, dog. What are your thoughts on children constantly needing to be validated by social media? And if you took that away, what would you use instead? What is it doing to us psychologically? I read recently that if you check your phone soon as you wake up, you have a problem. And who does take your face this year? Follow me, Dexter Eclair, at Dexter Eclair. Come on, y'all. Everyone needs a slice of Big Dex. Ah, ha, ha. Nom, nom, nom. I like that. That's a good sign-off. I wish I was just at Doc Manton, nom, nom, nom. <laughs> Doesn't make as much sense, obviously, but I like it. Everyone needs a slice of Big Doc. Yep. That's, ooh, I like it. Um, Yeah. If you think this is a wrestling-heavy podcast, you are sorely mistaken, Mr. Eclair. Um, 30 minutes of cereal brackets later. <laughs> what are your thoughts on children constantly needing to be validated by social media? Now, granted, I, I work in a school, but nobody's begging me to take selfies with him. Um, but, you know, there is going to be something that comes of the, our addiction to technology. I'm not sure yet what it is, but there, there, there will be some comeuppance from that at some point. Yeah. I mean, I will say I'm not a parent, <laughs> not likely to be one, I don't think, in any time. Certainly not in the near future, but... Um, I just, I can't see giving a young person a, a, like a cell phone or access to social networks. Like there used to be like, a, I think it was a George Carlin bit or I don't know if it was George Carlin. I've been somebody else actually, but it's like, you're six years old. Who are you calling? You know what I mean? Like I, it's just, it seems like an unnecessary <clears throat> invasion of privacy. They're not. Yeah, they're, and not well, only that, they, they're not well formed enough to make good decisions about how they're going to use that public facing. Well, and, you know, and they give kids now. It's not even. It's an iPod, but it's essentially an iPhone. It just can't make phone calls. Um, you know, because they want to keep them distracted with games and all of that sort of stuff. Um, you know, I liked the phones I used to see. It was a phone, and it had like 
three buttons. It had a button for like home. It had a button for maybe an, a parent cell phone and it had a button for 911. And that was all you could do with it was you could call home or you could call for help. Although he says that, niece, I guess his niece could be 18 years old. We don't know. That's true. That's true. Uh, who does the Undertaker face this year? Nobody. We will not see the Undertaker. Maybe he makes an appearance, but he will not be wrestling this year at, at WrestleMania. He's done. I don't know about that. Who do you think he's going to wrestle? Kamala. Okay. Umaga? Well, is Kamala dead? <laughs> I don't know. Is he? No, he's not, but he does also. Oh, no, wait. That's the senator. You type in Kamala now. The wrestler is not the first person that pops up. Um, no, he's not, but he did have his legs amputated due to some sort of illness oh. or something. I'm not sure I knew that. What about Coco Beware? Yeah, okay. Undertaker versus Coco? Yeah, I'd like to see that. We could do that. All right. Our next email comes from Kevin Johnson. Morning, gents. Thought I would drop you and the rest of the DDT community an email to review something that happened at the weekend. I went round to see some friends who I've not seen for at least six months. When I last saw them, they commented on how ill, run down, and generally not looking very healthy physically, or after discussions, mentally too. I'm assuming when they commented on how ill and run down Kevin looked. He didn't say that, but that's okay. This weekend, they said I looked and spoke like a completely different person. They asked me what I had done. I simply told them I found my happy place. I've done this by not letting things run my life anymore and instead making the choices that make me happy and comfortable. Not all this credit can go to you chumps for bringing up the <laughs> weekly discussions. Thanks for calling us chumps. We but are the chumps. weekly DDT podcast and daily chats with the guys and gals or any gender neutral pe people, POV, we have in the Twitter chat helps a lot. As it's only 11.48 on a Tuesday morning, I'm not even writing this drunk like I normally do. Cheers, guys. Well, thank you. If we can do anything to help people find their happy, we are doing a great thing in life. Agreed. So, I'm glad to hear that. All right. We did Glenn's. Glenn has another one later. So this brings us to Bosk, titled Heel Turn. Hello, DC and Doc. Who is currently a face? You would turn face. <laughs> And vice versa. It's what it says. Who is currently a face you would turn face? Um, Kevin Owens? I believe he probably means who is currently a face you would turn heel and vice versa. But let's continue. Uh, well, no, let's not continue. Let's do that first. Um, also, in honor of National Cereal Day, what is your favorite cereal? Apparently, it's Cocoa Puffs. Uh. And for, for DC, apparently it is Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Cinnamon Toast Crunch all day, baby. Love cereal, but I'm weird that I don't like the same box of cereal back to back. Okay, actually, we'll comment on that. Do you I agree? I do like that, actually. I, I like um, having some variety. Yeah, I, absolutely. I, it's very rare that I will have the same type of cereal back to back. Good to I know. I am with you. I don't think that's that weird. Um, who is a face I would turn heel and a heel I would turn face? <laughs> Braun Strowman did a lot of good when he was a bad guy, but it's not you're not going to be able to do that. I would like to see Aleister Black as a heel. Yeah. Yep, that'd be good. Um, 
and uh, the revival can be faces. It kind of, yeah, okay, sold. I'll, I'll I'll sign off on that. What if the revival stopped doing dastardly deeds? Because I don't know if they still are, but I just remember in their NXT run, all they did was take yeah. advantage every single chance no, they possibly they, could. It's they're they're more they do some of that, but it's not dastardly now so much as it's just good tag team wrestling, which is not seen very often in the uh in the W W E. Yeah. All right, I back to Boss Pain with cars. Just got rid of VW Passat. Every two to three months we had five hundred to a thousand dollar repair bill. Finally Ooh. bought a new car, and now my wife's car check engine light comes on. Damn it! A gas cap caused the check engine light to come on. Cars are becoming too complicated and expensive. Just get me from here to there safely. Uh, yeah, pretty much. Thoughts on the rest of the WWE Hall of Fame class? Hashtag Doc for Hall of Fame. Best of you and yours. Bosk. Time for my iPhone. I don't want to spend a lot of time on it, but apparently um, there's a thing on New Age Insiders where if you click it, you know, when you go to the actual, if you click on affiliate shows, um, we had popped up the whole time along with the rant with ant and the salty chips which are neither shows that are affiliated with them anymore um and we are now part of the drop down menu so i appreciate everyone who uh who mentioned that we we are uh we're back where we belong i suppose oh yeah when you click on that you do show rant with ant and salty chips they should probably update that page that archive page I'm not going to say it because I am pretty sure no one said anything, but I'm pretty sure we annoyed some people over really? there at the New Age Insiders because they got, you know, th- three or four people mentioned it, including your wife. But three or four people did mention it. And uh, Neville was like, it's fixed. And then somebody was like, I think they mean the drop down menu. And he was like, oh, it's fixed. And I was <laughs> sorry. Sorry. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Didn't mean to cause a problem. <laughs> okay. Um, the rest of the Hall of Fame class right now? Right now it's DX, Honky Tonk Man, Tori Wilson, and supposedly Brutus Beefcake. I think DX is sort of a bit of a waste. Um, I don't know. I don't like the idea of people getting inducted multiple times for different things. It makes sense to a certain degree, but I, I don't know. But DX, does, is that including China and all that? Yes. Well, I guess that's good, at least, that they're going to find a way to honor somebody, at least partially. I don't know how much of an emphasis they've been putting on her since I haven't really looked. Um, More than I thought they would. So I, I guess that is nice. That Yeah. No, it's, you know, I, I have no problem with it. If DX, This is the way that Billy Gunn gets into the Hall of Fame, and I am a big Billy Gunn fan, so I will take it. Um <laughs> It's nice that X Pac can be a Hall of Famer. <laughs> I don't is like X Pac. <clears throat> um, Honky Tonk Man deserves to be in. Uh, Tori Wilson, I never really did anything for me, but but you know, in some- fairness, um, I think we sort of had this conversation because she ranked relatively highly on the list, she and did. I think that's because you know, wrestler or not, and let's err towards the side of not. She definitely became a well-known face of the company in a time when that was the role that they needed her to play. You know what That's I mean? That's true. So, I don't know. I think she definitely contributed to the business 
as well as she possibly could have. So I don't really see a problem with it. Certainly, I think she's more deserving than anyone in the celebrity wing. You know what I mean? That's so, true. I, whatever. That's true. Um, Danielle's email wants Mrs. Manson to be present. So we can either save that for next week or if you want to summon her somehow. All right. Let's move on to the next email. And I will see if Chase. I can summon. I'll read Chase. All right. So here's Chase. Hey, guys. Was just thinking back to when DC was generating random questions for himself on Twitter and providing the answers, so thought I would throw some out there. What is the worst movie you have ever seen? Wow. Um. <laughs> Doc might need a whole podcast to answer that question. Yeah, I'm not sure off the top of my head. What does worst mean? Yeah. Is this actual worst, or is this like the best worst movie I've ever seen? I've not walked out of a lot of movies. The only one I did was the original Guardians of the Galaxy, but that was not my choice. That was the choice of the woman I was with. I've never walked out of any movie ever. Um, that's the thing. It's like I've started a bunch of movies, you know, at home, and then just stopped. So I could say those are probably the worst ones. And like, I've are ever these seen. worst movies in that these are movies that, yeah, like I didn't want to watch, or they're badly made, or these worst movies, as in like subject matter that is utterly contemptible. Like, I, you know what I mean? Like, I, I don't know. Yeah. It's hard. it's a difficult question. Um, that original Ghost Rider movie was pretty bad. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what, talent, what talent would you showcase on a talent show? Uh, I would like to showcase uh, ventriloquism. Featuring who is your dummy? Uh, you. I was going to say that's <laughs> only one answer. That makes sense here. Um, what talent would I showcase on a talent show? I would Beatboxing, do some game. clearly. I would do some improv games, I guess, or I would I would drop some vocal percussion. Um, <laughs> when was the last time you changed your opinion on something major? Well, back in college, I did change my major, so. Well, there you go. Um, no, I can't say that. <laughs> I could say something, but depending on who is listening to this, uh, it would end terribly. Um, well, I, I I recommend it then. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's a tough one. Um, I used to think that, you know, saving money and like, okay, so yeah, I used to think that, you know, if you buy a car, you make your payments, you make the minimum payment and you just – pay for it for as long as possible. And thanks to my wife, who is a genius when it comes to these sorts of things, I learned that if you pay off as much of it as you can, as quickly as you can, you wind up getting out of debt faster. And I learned that that was a good idea. All right, let's get to Danielle's email since Mrs. Manson and Oscar, yes, are here. The whole Manson family, I just want to point out, here. getting out of debt faster is not always a good idea. Oh, okay. Would you like to expound on that? Sure. Depending on what the debt is and what the interest rate of said debt is. If you can make more money with the money that, as opposed to paying it back, 
over the same time period? Like, if you could take the money, instead of paying off, say, $10,000 on a car, if you could sure. take that, let's say you had 0% APR on that loan, it wasn't actually going to be accruing any interest, you should take your $10,000, invest it in the stock market, make your 3 to 7% on it every year for the next five years of the course of your loan, because then you'll have more money, and at the end of the five years, pay off your $10,000 loan. And so that's a simplified example, but like if your APR is only 1% or 2% on that loan, and again, if you can make 5% somewhere else, you're still better off uh, not paying off the loan immediately because of how interest compounds. Fair enough. Just want um, to throw it out. None of these questions have anything to do with me because they all have to do with gardening, which I don't partake in. Would you like me to read them and you can respond? Or would you like me to like take a five-minute break or so and the two of you can talk about this? I guess the two of us will talk about it. I'm going to have to read them out loud so she knows them, because if you read them, she's not going to hear it. <laughs> oh, that's true. All right. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, have So fun. let's read this email, actually paging Mrs. Manson from Danielle Sullivan. Hello. Today's email requires the presence of Mrs. Manson. She's here. Say hello. Hello. Hi. I'd love to hear all three of your thoughts on today's four questions. Wait. I have some gardening questions. Well, I've been gardening for at least five years. I've only been taking it seriously for the past two or three. I know the Manson household has grown hydrangea and other wonderful flowers and plants. I'll still be gardening in plastic pots and containers. While you guys live in a separate zone than I do, I was wondering if you'd give some advice and answer these questions. One, have you ever grown hydrangeas in containers? No. <laughs> I have considered starting one this year, but I'm not sure I'll have the right soil since my soil is quite acidic. There's also a similar concern I have about wanting to grow strawberries. Anything on that? Hydrangea get really big, and I, I actually haven't ever seen them being grown in pots. So, I mean, something to research, I guess. Yeah, I mean, you can, you can change the acidity of the soil, right? I mean, you can make it more basic by adding lime. Um, and in a potted container, I'd imagine a very little bit would shift the pH quite a bit. I don't know if that's something that you can actually do in a pot. Again, it's not something I've ever tried. I've only ever added lime like under bushes or in a yard like for grass. So I would I would recommend getting a book from the library on that. But I think it's possible that you could do that. Uh, People do weird stuff like they add coffee grounds to their soil. They do all kinds of things to get different colors out of hydrangea. Yeah, that's true. The color of the hydrangea, I believe, depends on the acidity of the soil. So. At least some species. Anyway, continuing. Two, when is the last frost date in your area? Ours is set around April 3rd, so I plan on moving plants outdoors post-WrestleMania. Honestly, probably similar. Maybe a little bit sooner, yeah. but I don't think it's much before April. Um, I don't know what the, it is officially, though. I don't know either. I can look it up. Yeah. Uh, three, does Oscar, hashtag Oscar yes, destroy your plants inside or outside? Have you found any safe sprays, techniques, etc., to make sure Oscar doesn't destroy plants? Again, another boring answer. Uh, Oscar, for the most part, has shown no interest in plants. Um, we have in-store house plants, and he's never tried to eat them. Uh, the only thing he has tried to do is outside. Sometimes we'll plant bulbs, um, but he tends to go after those because uh, we like put bone meal with them, and he smells the bone meal, and he wants to dig that up and eat it. Um, but in terms of the plants, he has never really shown any any interest. Yeah, we're lucky for that. Uh, I did just look up a quick date on the last 
frost in our area, and they're saying end of April for us. So we're a little bit, you know. Yeah, it's, more it north. is colder here, of course, but I will say certainly by mid-April, I've already started, uh, you know, crabgrass or whatever treatments. So it's certainly getting to be around that time that spring is in full effect. Therefore, any fun gardening adventures uh, you've learned, and what will you guys have in your garden this year? Fun fact: we don't have a garden. Yeah, we don't have a garden, but I do plant a lot of flowers. I plant a lot of bulbs in the fall, and I always have a lot of fun waiting until March, April, when I start seeing green come up after a really long, cold, gray winter, and I forget what I've planted and where I've planted it, or where I may have where things may have shifted, or where animals may have moved my bulbs over the winter. So it's always exciting to me to see what pops up and what colors and what flowers I've got. Um, last year, I had a terrible problem. I'm pretty sure it was with deer that were walking just right through our yard. And I would have been less mad if they ate the tulips, but instead they just took one bite of my tulip, beautiful pink tulip, and then just spit it out all over our walkway. So when I turned the corner one morning, it was just petals everywhere. Massacre. It was awful, and I was really sad about it. Um, other animals, I think our, we have wild turkey in the backyard. And they have stripped my beating heart plants um, on numerous occasions. Um, my mother actually has gifted me multiple plants because ours is getting eaten by deer or turkey. Um, it's, it's a battle here. I have an inside Aero Garden hydroponic system and just picked up the seeds I ordered for custom veggie herb and flower mixes. I might transplant one plant to see how it does in the future. Cheers! Danielle, hydroponics are interesting, something I've always uh, thought about messing with. But again, I'm not much of a green thumb. Someday, maybe I'll get like some raised garden beds out there. And maybe we will try to grow some veggies. But again, we, we've got deer and all sorts of wild stuff out there. No fences or anything currently. So I think we would struggle to actually get anything to grow to maturity. Um, but yeah, maybe one day. Yeah, hopefully. All right. DC, you back? Yes. <laughs> All right. I've been here the whole time. Thanks, Mrs. Manson. Realizing how fantastic I, I looked. <clears throat> realizing how fantastic I looked lounging in this chair like Jabba the Hutt. <laughs> All right. Uh, yes, thank you, Danielle. Man, that should happen more often. That was really relaxing. Uh, Glenn, hi, guys, again. If you were a professional wrestler, which would you prefer to do? Have a main event 30-minute match at an NXT TakeOver or do a job for someone in a five-minute lower card match at WrestleMania? Thanks. Please don't lose this one. It wasn't our fault. <laughs> um, Mania, right? I guess I mean, WrestleMania. Probably. I bet you the paycheck for that five-minute lower card match is higher. Or at so, least equitable. Yeah. So probably. I don't know. It was hard to say. It's really hard to I would say. Like, I would like to, if I was a wrestler, I would like to set the record for the world's longest WrestleMania entrance and then get squashed. So, like, I'm on TV for nine minutes. Seven and a half of that is entrance. 90 seconds of it is losing. How about six seconds? Beat Daniel Bryan's uh, loss to that was eight. That was 18. Yeah. Was it? Uh, it's fine by me. I can fall pretty fast. There you go. <laughs> All right, uh, Seahawk has two DC's new addiction. 
It's not true. <laughs> Am I reading this? Oh, you are. DC's new addiction to Skyrim has ruined DDT wrestling forever by making Doc record on a Friday because he couldn't get away from a quest long enough to figure out that this is a run-on sentence just to grind his gears, but he really does need help for his Skyrim addiction. Have fun reading this email, Doc. Now I'm just going to type for no good reason at all sent from my iPhone. Boy, I'm glad um, I didn't read that. I don't know if you've noticed, uh, Chris Hawk, but um, Conquest 19 has been fairly quiet recently because... Why? I, how I do things is I get into something really intently for like two weeks, and then I find something else I get into. And the other day, I was like, again, it was early in the morning, and I was like, oh, yeah, I have that subscription to comics. What is my login info? And I've been reading comics for like the last three days. I debated um, having – because I've debated now having Conquest be that Khan, this character, is transported from video game to video game and continues to tweet his adventures in different places. And I was like, well, maybe Conquest will just tweet out his reaction to comic books. But uh, that didn't make any sense. But yeah, I've been I've been reading comic books for a while. Um, Chris Hawk with another email. I had a really long and annoying email to write y'all, but for some reason it didn't send. So here I am blaming DC for the email error and ruining DDT wrestling forever by making doc record on a Friday. But it, but it did allow me to send this email <laughs> since I know how much DC probably loves run on paragraphs. I like that the first email you sent Chris is long and annoying to you. Read some Faulkner. And then get back to me. Uh, the final email of the evening comes from Mitchell. I'm pacing back and forth in my cubicle, metaphorically, of course, and I'm trying to come up with a great email topic, and I've honestly got nothing. So I shall just ask the first wrestling-related question that comes to mind. Here's a classic that I don't know if I've ever heard you to discuss on the air. Did Vince screw Brett? Or did Brett screw Brett? Or something in between? DC? Good question, Mitchell. Um, inevitably, when it's a question like this, something in between is always going to be the answer. I think so. Um, Vince McMahon knew that Brett Hart, while the excellence of execution... Not the most charismatic kind of guy. <clears throat> and he knew he was heading into the Attitude Era and Bret Hart wasn't going to work. He could be the heel with Team Canada and the Hart Foundation for a little bit, but it wasn't going to work. And he also knew that Bret was going to want certain things. He was going to expect to be the champion. He was going to expect to want some measure of control. And while they had offered him some ridiculous 20-year Bobby Bonilla-esque deal... Um, Brett still thought he had value as a wrestler and Brett, on the other hand, wasn't able to read the tea leaves and see that the WWF was changing. And yeah, I mean, I so, think, I think, I think you're right. I think it's somewhere in between. I think Brett screwed yeah. Brett in terms of him, not, not recognizing the changes, not playing the game, not willing to be a good player. He was on his way out to WCW, and, you know, he needed to drop that belt, and he apparently yeah. did not give the people in power the impression that he was going to do business the right way. And, you yeah. know, whether that was interpreted correctly or not, 
That's how they read the situation. He was acting in a way that they thought something bad could happen. Yes. So in that case, Brett screwed Brett. On the other hand, you know, I think Vince did screw Brett. I mean, he had offered, as you just said, he, they had offered him a 20-year contract, which was signed. He was, he was there. Yeah. He was a WWE guy. He was the future of that brand. And then because, again, maybe there are perfectly good reasons, business reasons, they're going a different direction. He's not very charismatic. They need something different at the top of the company, whatever it may be. They made a long-term commitment to Bret Hart. And then Vince came to Bret and said, I need to get out of this contract. And Bret was nice enough to allow it. He said, fine. And then I can shop around and go to WCW. Yep. So while Bret did screw Bret, the fact that Brett was even able to be courted by and go to WCW was Vince's fault because Vince yeah. had him locked under contract, but then went to him begging to be released of the contract. So honestly, I think there's fault on all sides. I think you're right. You know, Brett, if I remember the story correctly, Brett didn't want to drop the belt to Sean. And he didn't want to drop the belt in Canada. And he basically said, if you wait until Raw, I will lose this title to anyone else you want me to lose it to. Right. And they were like, we want you to lose it to Sean and we want you to do it in Canada because it made, you know, it kind of, if it's his last match losing in Canada, there's some finality to that. Um, and yeah, he didn't do it. And I think, again, I could be wrong here. You know, I think he called Bischoff and basically said, you know, I'm coming. And Bischoff said, can you bring the belt with you? And I don't know that Brett would have done it in the end. But uh, Vince couldn't take that chance. And it made, you know, it worked out in the end for him because that's the birth of the Mr. McMahon character, whom we have said when we do the list is one of the greatest characters of all time. Yeah, for sure. So uh, great question, Mitchell. Uh, yeah. Doc Manson, your piece of positivity. My piece of positivity this week is a documentary that I watched on Netflix. It is All called right. Behind the Curve. Have you heard of this documentary? The title sounds familiar. I think I'm referring to The Trouble with the Curve. Let me look it up. This Behind is a relatively uh, ah, recent yes. release. Yes. And it is all about... Uh, AJ these... Styles. AJ Styles does appear briefly. Um, but yes, it is all about modern flat earth theory uh, supporters. And it's a very interesting look, I think, at it from, you know, I, I think the documentary people themselves do a very good job of staying out of it. Although there's clearly, uh, of course, an agenda. They have a lot of um, scientists who come on and provide commentary. But I think, you know, there is a very important sort of lesson told here um you know that people cling to these sorts of ideas because of the sense of community that it brings and that you know people in society looking down on them uh or you know also helps marginalize them even more which compounds the problem um and i think they also make some interesting points about people who are involved in these communities who who you know are scientifically minded and whom you know, with a bit different education or training could have been good scientists and you shouldn't lose sight of that. Um, I don't know. I think it's a fairly even uh, handed thing. And I think it was a very interesting sort of look at the ideas there. 
I will say the first 20 minutes, I was just watching it with my mouth agape. Uh, just like, oh, I, I, I couldn't believe, you know, the things these people were saying and thinking in today's world. But, you know, it uh, again, I think the documentary does a very good job behind the curve. I recommend looking it up if you haven't seen it or heard it. Um, I'm also going to go with a movie, um, but it is a movie that hasn't come out yet. And it's a movie that I probably won't watch, but I bet you will, Doc Manson. Okay. Tell me what you know about Brightburn. Brightburn. Um, let's see. That is James Gunn's. I don't know if he's directing or producing, but he's producing. attached. He's produced. Yeah. So he's attached to the project. It's sort of a. It's sort of a horror movie, but it it's basically the idea of Superman. If Superman did not grow up to have the high morals that he ended up developing as a result of his upbringing. What if Superman had grown up in a different environment? Um, so a super powered, I don't know. I, it's hard to say exactly. Let me, this, let me read the, yeah. let me read the synopsis. Cause I watched the trailer yesterday and I was fascinated. Cause at first I was like, there's a Superman movie happening and I didn't know about it. What in the world is going on? What if a child from another world crash-landed on Earth, but instead of becoming a hero to mankind, he proved to be something far more sinister? In this horrific take on the classic superhero trope, a couple, one of them being Elizabeth Banks, adopts a baby who came from the stars. When they attempt to raise the boy to use his powers for good, an evil begins to grow inside that he unleashes. I just, I was, I was... I never considered, you know, they've done like the Red Sun storyline where he like lands in Russia instead of in, you know, sure. the United States. Um, but I had never seen or even considered that idea. And it's, I find it to be genius. So, yeah, it looks I good. Hope it, I hope it's very good. It comes out in May. Um, yeah, I'm, you know, I'm a fan. Again, I might not ever see it, but I love that that kind of thing exists. I'm waiting for now, you know, the, the Batman version of that. You know, what if a guy, what if a boy has his parents killed and instead of, you know, using the money to become the world's greatest detective, he, you know, uses that money and becomes the world's greatest mafia Bots boss on, or whatever. Uh, Idris Elba perhaps replacing Will Smith in the sequel to The Suicide Squad? I, I'm shocked that they're still doing the, like, I understand that Wonder Woman made a bunch of money, and I understand that Aquaman made a bunch of money, and I understand that there's lots of money to be made in these DC superhero things, but it's just, like, you're not doing the Jared Leto Joker movie, you're not, I'm not even sure if they're doing the Birds of Prey with Harley Quinn movie anymore, I think that's been shelved, so the idea doing that something you, with Harley Quinn, aren't they? I, I saw something so, recently, I so think the so. idea that you would do another Suicide Squad movie... And then, you know, if you're going to do it, if, if Will Smith had backed out, I would have rather them been like, you know what? We have a whole host of other characters we could use. You know, the Suicide Squad was not just those guys. Speaking um, of Will Smith, <laughs> hot take on that genie. I, we watched that trailer last night, too. It's, you know, it's a little much. I don't hate it as much as some other people do. And I am sure that very early in that, movie one of the wishes will require 
the genie to blend in and he will transform into Will Smith. But clearly they, you know, they want to just rehash old things. Beauty and the Beast made a boatload of money. So I'm sure yeah. I'll see it. I was I'm never not a huge, so sure. I was never a huge fan of Aladdin the the animated movie. Let alone. Oh, I was. I liked uh Oh, what's his name? Robin Williams was great, but there we the movie go. itself. <laughs> Old what's his name? Yeah. Um ladies and gentlemen, we hope you have enjoyed this breakfast cereal. Best Robin Williams movie. That's a very tough question. Speaking I'm of a, tournaments, speaking I'm a of big tournaments fan. we could have. I'm a big fan of one hour photo. That's a good one. That was a that was when you know that was later in his career when he decided he could do other things. Um, I liked him in. I think he was he in Insomnia without Pacino. I think he, he was. was. Um, Mrs. Doubtfire is a classic. Yeah. Yep. I like The Fisher King with Jeff Bridges. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. Goodwill good Hunting Vietnam. Any any good, fans? Yep. Right? Goodwill Hunting. Who won the an Poet Oscar Society? for that one? Also good. Yeah. RV. <laughs> yes that movie he did with john travolta yeah so good all right oh man i might need to make that tournament too i gotta write that down uh but yes hopefully you have enjoyed we've gone a little bit of everywhere and spent a whole lot of time talking about breakfast cereals hopefully you will go start your weekend when you hear this uh on a high on a sugar high uh, I will figure out how to send this out so you can get your own voice heard in terms of our tournament. Anything else you'd like to say, Doc Manson, before we head out into that good night? If you'd like to have your thoughts read on the air, you can do so by sending a message to email at ddtwrestling.com. No, an email to podcast, podcast. at ddtwrestling.com. And uh, You're if crashing. Like to- Your sugar high is crashing, Doc. <laughs> it is. If you'd like to uh, uh, listen to this episode, as well as other episodes of this show, as well as question marks and the list, you can do so by going to ddtpod.com or to your podcast repository of choice, including Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and Spotify. And finally, if you like what you've heard, and how could you, head on over to patreon.com forward slash DDT wrestling to send just a small bit of financial support towards DC and Doc, as it certainly helps keep the lights on and the podcast chain train a chuggin'. Just send us enough to buy a box of cereal. Just that's all we need. Just send us if you if you send us enough to buy a box of cereal, we're good. He is Doc Manson at Doc Manson. I am DC Matthews at the DC Matthews. And until we meet again, my friends, have yourself some cereal. Have yourself a fantastic weekend. Won't you be our bestie? I'm cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. <laughs>